We continue with more of our tribute to Patrice O'Neill. Joining Opie, Anthony, and Jim Norton in this segment are comedians Joe Rogan, Bob Kelly, Joe DeRosa, and Jim Florentine. And we got to go to the hotline right away because Joe Rogan is calling from L.A. Uh, hey, Joe. Hey, what's up, boys? Hey, buddy. What up, Joe? What's going on? How you doing, man? It's just a weird day for everyone. Hanging. So. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, they, I, some, someone said you played a, a nice clip and said some stuff on your podcast yesterday, too. Yeah, we uh, we played that one. There's a one clip that really, for me, defines Patrice. It's when you guys got in trouble for that. Oh. that the, of course you remember, the, the crazy yeah. guy who said all the shit about Condoleezza Rice. Yeah, yeah Homeless Charlie. Homeless Charlie, who we yeah. fucking loved. Patrice got on that Fox show with that really humorless lady. <laughs> yeah, from now. <laughs> and just annihilated her, made her look ridiculous, made the whole thing look preposterous, and defined it in the best way that I heard anybody define all this PC bullshit about going after comedians and radio DJs for trying to be funny. Yeah. You know, and that, that it was that it all comes from the same place, that funny all comes from the same place. It was brilliant. The way he said it, the way he put it was brilliant. The way he handled that dumb cunt was brilliant. <laughs> the, the whole thing was brilliant. He, it, was just, it, it was just perfect. It was perfect Patrice. He killed her with intelligence besides, yeah. besides the comedy. That's what was so brilliant about it. When she called him a fool, he won. Yeah. You know, he yeah. goes, oh, name calling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's, like, yeah. he's like, oh, I'm offended. I'm offended. Yeah. It was just so, it was so perfect, you know. Yeah, he, he killed it with intelligence and charm and just by being a comic and saying, I, I'm here speaking for funny, you know. And, and then <laughs> when she was like, funny. she tried to like go over his act and paraphrase his act. And he's like, no, 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 that's not what I said. And then he goes and does the whole angry pa- pirate thing. Yeah. Oh, shit, you that know, was hilarious. I said, you ejaculate her eye and then you kick her in the shin. <laughs> and, no. she, and she walks around like an angry pirate. Ah! And then people were laughing on the crew. And he's like, how are you laughing? Right. Yeah. <laughs> this woman is outraged. Yeah. Oh, God damn, that was fucking but that's, funny. That's a great way a great way to deal with somebody. Like, that's how you deal with a dummy like that from now. Yeah. Is you don't, you don't, uh, cower to them or bow to them you just if you're belligerent about it they really have no recourse and that's what he did and he destroyed her yeah it was it was it was vintage patrice and that guy liked him. That John Gibbs really liked Patrice. He would have him. I think Fox got mad at that, mm-hmm. but John Gibbs really loved Patrice. Well, John Gibbs John had to do an apology for Patrice's yeah. performance. <laughs> Did he really? Oh, yeah. yeah. He didn't want to. You could just tell, you know, had he to. was in a, a bad spot. And then, unfortunately, you know, Patrice is sticking up for us and, and comedians in general. And like you said, Joe Funny. And it turned out that Fox never used him again. But that was Patrice. He didn't give a fuck. He didn't care. He yeah, didn't care. what he did was better than Fox using him a hundred times. Right. Him towing their company line. Right. It was the, the, one of my favorite parts is when uh, the, when Patrice was, Patrice was like, "I speak for funny." He goes, "You speak for people that stand in front of that thing." And go, oh, today. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> he like to that guy's life. Yeah. <laughs> life is forty hours a week. He gets in front of a fucking camera and does that. And Patrice just made him look preposterous. Right. You know, oh, man. he spoke yeah. for funny. He fucking said it, and that was true. He spoke for funny. She had no idea what she was in for when she, because she oh, probably like. Man, and I was yeah. saying earlier in the show, the worst thing you could do with Patrice is not realize what a bright guy he was, because he was really a brilliant guy, and and she didn't understand that he was a smarter person than she was, and he was going to run circles around her mentally. Like, yeah, he's a big loud guy, but he was going to outthink her, and uh, he really made an absolute asshole out of her, which was yeah, fantastic. Her whole- premise was that she was speaking for America. 
you know, and we are tired. He's like, who, who? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> name names. <laughs> Name are one you, name. Are you speaking for America? Are right. you speaking for America? Right. And he could. Di- speaking for me. He dismissed her. And if anybody knows the face, the, the Patrice scrunch, the <laughs> yes. face, the dismissive yeah. face scrunch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you never want it to be on the receiving end of the dismissive face scrunch. <laughs> it would have been a great silent film actor. Always followed by the Patrice finger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Go away. Oh, Go away. She's yes. done with you. <laughs> yeah, but he right. dismissed. She kept plowing forward with her pre-rehearsed bullshit. It was yep. beautiful. I I liked your tweet yesterday, Joe. Uh, that Patrice was a thinker, man. Yeah, people was, need to uh, understand was, that. Yeah. Well, you know, people love to categorize people, and it's, it's so easy. And you know, when you you have a black comic, you know, and uh, you mm-hmm. know, people automatically just assume that they fall into a very specific category. You know, and Patrice was just a brilliant comic. He was a brilliant thinker. He was the type of guy that if he wasn't a comic, he would be that dude that you would, like, look forward to going to work because if you were working with yeah. that guy, because you know he was going to say some funny shit all day while you worked together. Yeah. yeah. One thing One thing that was really great was uh, the fact that he could take this a very complicated subject and I'd be sitting here all geared up for a very in-depth, complicated, let's dissect this <laughs> subject thing. And he would sum it up in one sentence yeah. and make you think, fuck, that is it. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. It's yeah. like when he was talking about the DC sniper on Tough Crowd. Remember that? I don't and remember. he summed it up to a, a nigger and a Buick. And he pointed out that they that they beeped the word Buick and kept the word nigger. He goes, they beeped Buick. He would have these theories, and uh, he would really agree at, at, at like penning you into a corner and making his. Th- no matter how wrong he was, I'm telling you, white women don't understand cooking. And then he would just for 15 minutes convince you. God damn it, he's right. White women stink in the kitchen. He almost got me. And my wife to do a threesome with him. He is a motherfucker. He was awesome, man. He was awesome. He was a real unique dude, like truly a one of a kind. You know, you you asked me to find another dude who's like Patrice. Boy, I can't think of one. You know, I really can't. Mm -hmm. He he was very uniquely his own person. Very a very different dude. You know, very different kind of thinker. He wasn't afraid of being wrong either, and that's that's one thing I loved about him is. And he was wrong sometimes, and you know he always made it. Even when he was wrong, and he was his argument was wrong, he was always interesting. He was never he never gave you a typical or predictable point of view. Even when it was stupid, it was like, well, I can see why he would say that. He was amazing at making you understand why he felt the way he felt. He was a great listener, which is important. You know? Yeah, yeah, but he was a great talker too. I mean, I of course I would talk to him for like four hours on the phone. I I remember I'd go to sleep and I'd wake up. And he'd still be talking. (laughs) (laughs) You always knew Patrice was done with you, too, because he'd call you up and he would say whatever it was he had to discuss. (laughs) And then you'd go like, yeah, man, my relationship's in trouble. And he'd go... You at the cellar tonight? <laughs> All right, scumbag. I get a time to go. <laughs> I fucking my ears were available for your fucking uh, dissertation, and now you got to call someone else and repeat yourself. Creep. Yeah, that fucking sucks. Yep. 
It's very sad, okay. man. Yeah, well, you know, um, Stan Hope and I were on the phone yesterday, and uh, I, I called him up, and I'm like, did you hear about Patrice? He's like, yeah. And, you know, we, we realized there was nothing to say, so we just go, sucks, fucking sucks. Yeah, sucks, that's all you can really sucks. say. And, and then and he said, he goes, you know what, it's better that than him not being able to talk. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, that's you know been what? something a lot of people have said, too, yeah. Yeah. For Patrice, yeah, huh. fuck yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine the torture of not being able to point out the stupid shit that you see all around you? I know, right? And yeah, not even the talking, been... too. It's like to not be able to, like, communicate. Like, mm. if, if you can't, like, even to little things like nodding or gesturing where you can at least let people know mm. what you want. And yeah. anything that happens, people would know is because you want it to happen. That would kill him, too. If he could just uh, nod and we uh, had to just, just uh, fucking Voss yapping to him at a uh, coffee uh, shop. Uh, <laughs> that Bonnie yeah. was fuck. Oh, he'd fuck. You'd see him just crack his own neck. Yeah. <laughs> just fucking uh, throw his head on the pavement. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know? When you think about trying to replicate him, you know, when you think about trying to replace him, that's when you realize how special that dude was. Like, imagine someone trying to take that. Nah, impossible. Possible. He never, he, he never, even when I met him in Boston, you know, I, I met him, me and Billy and Dane. And, 20 years ago, right, Bobby? Yeah, we, I met him in a, comp, uh, the, remember the BCN Comedy Riot show? Mm, oh, yeah, yeah. We, we were all in it together, and he showed up, and he's just, you know, it's Boston, but he's this big black dude. He, there was never a race around him, though. No. He'd hang out with Patrice. I, I used to drive him to his house in Roxbury. And it was never like, oh, my God, I'm driving a black dude back to the project. It was just driving Patrice home. He was always just Patrice. He was never, yeah, yeah. you know, not to say that, like, he didn't, you know, bring up black subject. He wasn't black. But he, it was never, a, like, you know, I'm black, you're white. It was just fucking Patrice all right. the time. Yep. Yeah, he didn't fall into that easy box. There's an easy box to fall into when you're a black comic. You know, you start doing black comedy. You know, a lot of a lot of black comics will tell you too, like that they get pressured to do a certain type of comedy to fit in on Chocolate Monday or Fat Tuesday or whatever those all black shows are. You know, uh -huh. he never did that. It was it was just Patrice. You're right. No, the crowd was always diverse. Every I'm, time you saw him, I remember though yeah. he he. We talking on the phone. You could talk about shit, and it wasn't like a fucking. You know, you talk to comics. It's like that's a bit. You should do that. And it's like right. shut the fuck up. <laughs> if you ever did that with him, he'd be like motherfucker. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna talk to you. Yeah, <laughs> we, we were talking one day. How do you tell if Japanese people are gay? <laughs> he, was, he was like, you'd have to go, dude. You, uh, you, uh, you, uh, you like pussy? Hey. <laughs> you, uh, you like you like sucking dick? Hi. Totally You can talk to him about bullshit for hours. Nothing. Yeah, the dumbest for hours. Thing. You could discuss for hours. Hours. Right? I remember he had so many phases too. He yeah. would tell you you fucking. He'd make fun of you for something, and then a month later show up with the same hat, <laughs> and you'd be like, "You motherfucker!" He'd be like, "Hey, we can do." <laughs> it's cool. It's cool now. Yeah. It's, it's cool now, though. <laughs> he bought my watch. This motherfucker called me on the. You know my big Breitling that I've had. Uh, it was the first thing I bought when I got any money at all. And everybody, he gave me shit, dude. What do you need such a fucking big watch for? I uh, like whatever. He called me up with it. What kind of watch you got? <laughs> like it's a Breitling Super Avenger. It's all you know the white face. So it's great. And uh, and then he I sh he showed up the next time. He had the exact the exact same watch. And it's not a Timex. It's yeah, like yeah. It's like three thousand dollars. Go out of your yeah. way. And then he told me not to wear his watch. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, stop wearing my watch in public, man. Oh. And people, 
People believed it was his watch. Yeah. <laughs> his his phases were, were true. Like he went through the fucking football jersey phase. Oh. All right, I watched yeah, the yeah. old tough crowd clips. And, you know, he always thought that was his thing. He would wear the f- fucking the Dolphins hat and the Dolphins jersey. Yep. And then all of a sudden he was a fucking uh, putting on the Ritz with his stupid big <laughs> hats <laughs> and his fucking extra his large hats, suits. Yeah. He walked in the cellar one <laughs> night <laughs> with a suit on and one of those fucking hats. I said, are you coming out with your own barbecue sauce? <laughs> <laughs> He very rarely, he never really caught a full pounding though. He always, I've gotten full pounding. I've gotten to the point where I've thrown clothes out. Like I went home and <laughs> talked to my wife, and she was like, "It's all right. Maybe you should find new friends." You know? <laughs> He's, he never he his never, laugh his it, laugh would diffuse all that uh, when you, you, you're trying to get at him, and then he would just kill it, the whole mood with one big over the top laugh. You're like, "Fuck!" And he was me- so loud. Right? Yeah, yeah, I remember the first time I met him. I 14. do it. I'm at the comedy cell, and I do a set, and I guess he's following me, so he's in the hallway, and I walk out, and he's just shaking his head. He's like, "You drove in for Jersey for that?" <laughs> <laughs> and he pulls a twenty out. He goes, "Here's." Some tall money. I feel bad for you. And the first, I'm like, what a fucking dick. Yeah. And then he just starts to laugh. Come here, man. I'm like, fuck you. He's like, oh, come here, come here. And he just started laughing. He's like, man, that was fucking awful. That was Jesus. fucking awful. <laughs> Never forget that. He was, he was definitely able to uh, tread that line between being just a complete scumbag and being unbelievably charming. Right. He was. Somehow he was charming yeah. after yeah. that. Yeah. I How talked the to him. fuck is that possible? The first time, the first time I met him was at the cellar. I was like. I was like a year into comedy, and I was oh, bright-eyed no. and bushy-tailed in New oh. York. And I oh, walked knock in. that right out of you. Yeah, <laughs> I walked in. I had really like curly, like froey hair and a big bushy beard. And uh, him and Keith were talking, and I kind of knew Keith. And uh, I wanted to chime in with my stupid oh, whatever. And I go, no. you know what I think? And he just looks at me with the scrunchy <laughs> face that you were talking about, Jim. And he goes, shut the fuck up, you halfway through a werewolf transformation. <laughs> 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 oh, that's brutal! Fucking yeah! I didn't speak for like six months in the cellar after that. Well, you shouldn't have. <laughs> oh, fuck, that's man. fucking hilarious! <laughs> oh, goddamn! Goddamn! His take on things was always so different. It was always so like, whoa, okay, and there's that too. You know, yeah, yeah. Pull it out of nowhere. Yeah, he's, things he's, you just wouldn't fucking think of. Yeah, yeah. Right. he's he's one of the funniest guys on the. Oh, ever, ever. I mean, I mean, no. I mean, I watch. You can watch all the greats, Chris Rock, all those fucking guys. He's he's. I think he's funnier and up there with all of them. He yeah, was, oh, yeah. yeah. S- especially in, in person. It's just the industry. Yeah. Ne- if the industry gave him a pass, right. if somebody said you. Because he didn't want to do it on anybody else's terms. He, you know, he didn't want to fucking play ball and feel like yep. shit because he fucking played ball with people that he regularly wouldn't like, <laughs> yeah. and that he was funnier than. And he knew he was. He knew funny, and they didn't. If he, if they gave him just a shit, he would be the biggest thing of all time. That's why I said he only deals with mid-level Jews. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was talking about the mid-level Jews, he, he can handle them. <laughs> uh, well, I'll tell you, his last Comedy Central special was pretty fucking good, man. Oh it was. God. Oh yeah, it was great. It was a real, true representation of what he's capable of doing. You know, and uh, so 
know, oftentimes, you know, we know a lot of guys who never really get that one special that sort of kind of defines their act, but he nailed it. He nailed it in that, in that Comedy Central special. Yeah, that was a good great. one. He was a good and, one. And stop, if you, if, I know you guys are passing that around, but go fucking buy it. Yeah, we're Don't just watch the sure whole fucking thing. No, we were saying that before. Just like, yeah, because uh, the money's yeah. going to go toward his I family. Get it. Yeah, go yeah. buy it and spend Please. the money and have it and own it and fucking support Patrice's family. Are you guys going to do any benefit shows or anything? No, uh, we're never going to do no that. No way, not, not for free. Not, not for free. I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 if they give out, like, cool eye Pads, yeah, I'll mail. I'll, I got a check for two fifty waiting. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure we'll wind up doing something. Sure, yeah, yeah. fuck yeah, yeah, we're gonna this do something. Just so new, we'll figure it all out. He, he, uh, oh, I forgot what I was gonna say. No, <laughs> he, uh, yeah, he, uh, he, uh, Did, I, I got a question. Did you guys ever see him bummed out ever? All the time. Sure, I saw him. I really, remember, I remember in L.A. He actually taught me. Uh, he, th- it's, Patrice. Was what do you mean fun- all the time? Well, because we talked all the time. We're always fucking with comics, you know? These it's comics like, are always yeah. miserable. It's, it's, he should have been... He shouldn't have... He told me. He said, dude, I shouldn't be... I should be more famous than I am. I shouldn't be friends with you. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, he's, like, <laughs> he's like, I love you, Bobby, but I shouldn't be able to... I shouldn't be... You shouldn't be... I shouldn't be as accessible to you as I am. Like, you can just call me. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> Yeah, uh, man. I remember when in L.A. Uh, he he was staying with me in L.A. and uh, he he was I was staying in the Culver City at a one bedroom and he he we both did this competition and he went he went forward in it and he of course of course he did he you know and uh, he was staying on he had to come back out and he's staying on my couch and now I'm not in the competition he wanted rides to this fu- he wanted me to drive him to the laugh factory I was in the competition I didn't get picked now you want me to drive you <laughs> but he actually schooled me he was like yeah that's what friends do you fucking piece of garbage <laughs> you drive me you let me stay at your house you let me you feed me that's what you and i was like oh okay I, you know, you're right you're fucking right that's yeah. what we do we fucking help each other and uh i remember he came home after doing it and he did well and he just was like he was so he didn't know if he got it and he didn't think he did because something happened mm. it wasn't a perfect set and i remember you're so fucked up like just give me a fucking break like and this was years ago. Yeah, yeah. And it just give me one fucking break. I can't. He they wanted him to cut something out of his act, and if he did it, he would compromise his set and what he want thought was oh, funny. Okay, yeah. And if he didn't, it would be good for his to go on in the competition. And he didn't. Mm. He didn't. He did. And they fucking let him do his thing. And he got in. And he got the Showtime special. <laughs> so I mean, that's one of those defining moments where you. Cut it, and you, I look. I, I yeah, I'll cut it. Go ahead. I just want to be liked and fucking on TV. Right. Most guys would do that. Most guys would go whatever you want, whatever you got to do. He would take. That's why people didn't understand him. He would take that moment and go, "If I do this, I know it's not a big deal. But if I do this, I'm changing who I am, who yeah, I think yeah. I am, and I can't fuck you. I'm not. I'm not cutting anything. You think he was? You think he was stubborn in that way, or it, it wasn't stubborn. It, it, I think it's 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 a point in life where you got to choose who the fuck you are. Right. Well, yeah. some people always felt like God, just make that tiny little change. But to him, it felt like a massive uh, and it's he, a he massive cut too. He, he, Once you make one compromise, right. then you're gonna just but keep doing it. But he was at times uncompromising in, in an unreasonable way, and he yeah. would tell you that. Like there's times yeah. where he would look back and probably go like, ah, I wish I had played the game a little bit because it is a business and you have to do certain things that he wasn't good at doing. Yeah. And he would say that, like he yeah. knew that. Yeah, yeah. yeah my my, uh, back, yeah. my friend was an audio guy on this uh, comedy. 
Central pilot that him and Voss did. I think they were like roasting people at a wedding or something yeah. like that. Just in the early 2000s. And he said that, you know, Patrice had his mic on. He was listening. He abused these Comedy Central executives when they came down to watch the pilot and, and give notes. He goes, I never heard a fucking bashing before in my life. Ultimate <laughs> pilot never got picked up. He's like, I respect that guy, man, because he just told him that shit ain't funny. I ain't fucking doing it. Wow. Why are you here? Why are you, you, wear, you, you have a pocket watch. Go home. It's <laughs> <laughs> a big guys there, too, and the pilot never got picked up. It's like, I respect that motherfucker. It's like web junks. I mean, that's the Tosh 2.0 that he's getting millions of dollars for. Right, right. That's right. what it is. Yep. And he was like, I'm, you know, that he got into a problem with them, and he was like, no, fuck you. And yeah. they, I mean, I would have fucking, yep, whatever you want, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody oh, in this room oh, would have oh, fucking oh. bent over and took it in the ass. Uh, yes. Most people we know <laughs> certainly would have uh, made yeah. the changes, but that wasn't Patrice. No. He had such a, he had such a, like, an under, like, a firm understanding, too, with the realities of that, which, you know, he would always say, like, look, man, if you want to walk that righteous road, you got to take the lumps. Like, you got to be ready to lose money. And whatever, and he would talk about like if somebody at a club when he was coming up would say, "Patrice, don't do that bit where you say cunt or whatever," and you go, "You know, is it a big deal for me not to do the bit? Not really, but it's just a matter of I can't allow you to tell me to not do it mm -hmm. because once I open that door a little bit, then it swings open and yeah, it, and it yeah. never, you know what I mean? It's just the floodgates are open, mm -hmm. you know. And a lot of guys aren't familiar with that the way he was. A lot of guys go, "I want to be the fucking rebel." But I also want to be loved by everybody. He was yeah, also you know? defensive yeah. sometimes when he did like like he would do that, and because you know everybody wants to to succeed and, and do well, and then when he realized like hey this group actually likes me, then he would just think oh okay like he a lot of times was was more mm. defensive than he needed to be because more people were going to like him and be comfortable with him than he thought. Well, he said right? that one time he goes I'd rather make you feel uncomfortable than I feel uncomfortable. You know, then you make me feel uncomfortable. Like people come into the room, the execs and the big powerful people, and they'd you'd feel fucked up. He says, "I'd rather just immediately make him feel like a piece of shit than me sitting there feeling like a piece of shit." Yeah. <laughs> Which may may be wrong, may may hurt him, may I don't know, but it fucking makes sense. I mean, it was hilarious to watch when some important fucking douche would walk in the room. He goes, look at you. <laughs> fucking short. Which, is that a wig? <laughs> <laughs> we had such a fight when we were fucking taping the Colin Quinn show on NBC. It was, uh, there was three episodes, and I was in two of them with Patrice. And we would do our act. It was Monday nights at 9.30 on NBC on the SNL stage. And it was live. So you were, it was, you know, Colin would do an opening monologue and opening bits, and then he did something called Town Hall, which was like Nick DiPaolo and a couple of us, Keith, myself, uh, Geraldo was in, the, I think, a couple of them, and Patrice, and we would just do a bit of our act. It was like the original Tough Crab. We were actually doing pieces of our act uh -huh. for, for a couple of minutes each into live TV. And I remember I had to go over things with standards and practices, and I was trying to get something through. And fucking, he was standing there just shit-talking me and the woman. <laughs> and I'm like, well, look, why can't I say this? It's about race. And she's like, well, you can't do that. And he's just like, what are you doing? And I'm like, shut the fuck up, would you? This is live television, you asshole. <laughs> oh, we had such a fucking fight. <laughs> and he was wrong. That one he was wrong about. Because he, yeah. like, he was like just being him. And I'm like, dude, what are you? I'm fucking, this is standards and practices on NBC. I'm doing fucking live TV. Oh. Because <laughs> yeah. when he was nervous, because he was nervous, he was... Yeah, you know, fucking you know, just you, venting. Do you remember the fight we got in in Brazil? 
Man, were you, were you there in Brazil? We had a rule in Brazil, if you got a lady of the evening, oh, you yeah. put her in a car behind you. Because they'll, you know, they're a bunch of fucking criminals. You know what I mean? They'll you drop them stuff, throwing drugs and throwing blaming drugs, you. And there's roadblocks everywhere, especially on the weekends. The cops just set up a roadblock. They look in, see a, an, uh, a tourist with one of the girls, and they, they pat you down. Then you get to pay them off. <laughs> I, I, we had this rule, but Patrice was Patrice. You know, the fucking mayor of Brazil, <laughs> fucking Rio de... He spoke, After one day. Well, he yeah. spoke Everyone fucking knows two Portuguese words, and it sounded like he, sp he spoke fluent, fluent. Portuguese. Because <laughs> he would slow it down. He'd go, um, uh, tuta, tuta, tuta ben, uh, uh, obrigado. What the fuck? Shut the fuck. Yeah, he so, really thought he was a man about town. It's like, they want your money, asshole. <laughs> you guys were doing gigs in Brazil? No. no. Jokes, no, jokes, jokes. Oh, fucking no. hookers. No. <laughs> we're, fucking, we're banging $30 yeah. whores. Yeah, yeah. The, that was three to uh, one back then. Too, dude, right? we would take fucking 100 milligram Viagras and go to the whorehouse and just not come until like the third or fourth girl because once you blew the load... You, you know, you were done. And I remember me and him standing there in our robes upstairs in fucking uh, whatever that uh, thermos Monte was. Monte Carlo. Monte Carlo. Uh -huh. And I had a fucking a, a hundred milligram Viagra hard-on <laughs> poking out the front of my fucking robe. And, and, and you couldn't see my dick, but you could see the tent. And me and him were just standing there, and we're both just looking at the tent in my robe. And we're howling at exactly where we are and what we're doing. We're like in a third world country taking dick pills and fucking prostitutes for 20 American Hilarious. dollars. <laughs> Holy shit. You flew in for that? Oh my god, oh, yeah. yes. You didn't hear about the Brazilian yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, Joe, that more was like a two, three year period Joe, with these guys. Joe, more than once. Yeah. <laughs> yeah How I many years was it? Was it about a three year period? No, it was, it was when we were off the air. I, I never went oh. once we came back on because I felt like I had too much to lose and things could go wrong so quickly there. <laughs> yeah. we do? I think we did three Couple. trips. Once I stayed in the Sheraton and twice the Rio Othon. The Othon. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah, but Patrice, uh -huh. he... Man, and Brazil, oh, God, was he funny. I remember the last day we ran around and just took pictures of everything for our families. Like, we spent... I had changes of clothes. I was like, let me put the shirt on. I'll, I'll put the, count, the fucking Christo, the Jesus statue. But uh, <laughs> That's hilarious. We would... Uh, I remember we got in the fucking car. We're in the car. Yeah. He puts one of the... He, these cars are small. The cabs are real small. Right? They're just these small little shit cars. Yeah. He gets in the front. You imagine how big he is. Then he throws his girl in the back with me. <laughs> with me. And the rule is no whores in the same car. And I'm going, Patrice, don't put the girl. Put her in the car. She doesn't want to go in the car by herself. She wants to go with Patrice. Right? <laughs> he goes, get in the car. And I, I'm like, Patrice, get her out of the car. And get her. And he's with driver. Just go, go. And all of a sudden he goes, shut the fuck up, Bobby. <laughs> and you invest. Very rarely hear Patrice snap for real. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, you shut the fuck up. Then we look and there's a roadblock. Just cops. And I'm like, great. Oh, fuck. And they pull us over and he's nervous now. Everybody's shitting their pants. They got fucking machine guns, but they're... Finger is on the trigger, which is, you're not supposed to... <laughs> Have you your finger on the trigger. <laughs> so they take wow. us out, and Patrice is... Everybody's fucking... I'm, I'm in, like, you fucking cocksucker. A Brazilian prison. Oh I, we're God. gone. We're gone. Yeah. And he's out there. They got the girl out there. They're talking Portuguese to the girl. You don't know what she's ratting us out, throwing us <laughs> on the yeah. bus. The fucking cab driver. Patrice and then they get to me. I got a thousand real in my pocket, which I, they're taking that. That's fucking gone. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know. And then they, I, I tried to assimilate because I'm such a worm. I tried to because I have puffy lips and I might look a little Spanish. I tried to. I just said C because I didn't. Uh. Oh, but, God. I said, oh, but I said, I said you understand no. they have guns on us. Okay? Yeah. The guy's patting me down. He touches every pocket. I'm like, see, see. I said, see, around 87 <laughs> times. Oh, All of a sudden, on the 50th C, you hear Patricio go, <laughs> he, starts, he starts losing it. <laughs> oh shit! You get back in the car. He goes, "You fucking idiot!" It's like if you said C one more time. Oh shit! He is a funny motherfucker. Man. Some foreigner being frisked by the NYPD, just standing there going, "Yes." Yes, yes, what yes. an idiot he'd look like. <laughs> that was you, Bobby. <laughs> I was scared. I was scared. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hilarious. You know, Patrice would talk his way out of jail. Yeah. You guys would actually do a fundraiser to fucking get a lawyer to get him out. You'd leave me there. We're working on it, Kelly. You'd love it. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fucking gay joke. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. this sucks. Yeah, it fucking blows me. I'm going to miss him a lot. Yeah, everybody is, definitely. Mm. Well, Mr. Rogan, mm. any anything else, sir? Oh, nothing, man. You know, uh, what can I say? And this is, you know, it's, a, it's a unique uh, friendship that comics have with each other. You know, there's, there's very few people like us. You know, the only people that are like us are, are you guys, who are radio DJs. You're essentially the same thing. You're just doing it on the radio instead of doing it at a comedy club. <laughs> That's yeah. It. yeah. You know, needy, just, needy creeps. Yeah. <laughs> that's all we. That's all we needy, all are. Damaged creeps. Oh, yep, damaged, yeah. needy, fucking messes, <laughs> <Right>. disasters. <Right. laughs> we are the we are the best and worst of hu oh. humans. Yeah. We, we well, are the. You only get us. You you only get us if you fuck us up when we're young. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> you, you, you have shitty parents and shitty situations growing up. You know, the beautiful thing is, is it creates, uh, you know, MMA fighters, stand up yeah. comic musicians, <laughs> anybody who's like, you know, really fucking determined to express themselves. Trying to hide all this yeah. shit inside a rolling paper outer crust. Just <laughs> <laughs> fucking barely, just barely there. When they stopped Sandusky, when he was fucking that kid, they're like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm making a comic. <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that cellar. kid's gonna be brilliant. <laughs> Ten years. Uh, shit. <laughs> yeah, Joe. Well said, brother. Well said. Yeah. Well, you know, there's nothing we can say that's gonna make this good. It's just he was awesome. He was awesome when he was alive, and you know, I'm just, I'm just happy I got to know him. I, I, I wish I yep. knew him more. I wish I was around him more. You know, I had already left Boston. When he was coming up, and you know, I already left New York when he was there. I was, I was already in LA. I, I you know, but when when I did get to hang out with him, it was awesome. It's right. weird. It's like it's funny. It's like I'm, I'm grateful. I said to somebody like, I had a very complete friendship with him. Like, there's nothing that I say like, I wish I had said this. Right. I wish I had expressed that. Like. It, we we traveled together. We did you said that to together. Me. Oh, is it to you? Yeah. Oh, apparently, cool. we don't have that. But go ahead. <laughs> no, you, 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 <laughs> I'm right here, Jim. I'm right here. I remember it. You should. You told me that last oh. week too. Oh, okay. I didn't remember. <laughs> 
fucking <laughs> shit friend he is. <laughs> Why? <laughs> it's my. I don't know who I said it to, but I had a complete oh, friendship sorry, Bob. with. Uh, <laughs> fuck you. I didn't remember. I'm so, you were just a big pair of fat ears. I was saying it to. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I guess I should have. I should write down in a notebook. Said to Bob. <laughs> all right. So all right. So listen. I was talking to this fat fuck that I know, and I say, "Oh, sorry, Bob." And then, <laughs> and, uh, oh, but it's like you look back on it and I'm like I'm really happy that, that I was uh, friends with him and I'm really like happy that I didn't we did that shit together and it's yeah. like I don't look back and go fuck I wish I had said that man like you look back with regret and there was none yeah. Yeah. there's not one thing that when he was in the hospital I'm like I have to say this to him or I have to yeah, get this point because he knew I mean I yeah, knew how much he liked me it. and he knew how I felt about him it was complete it was a real what complete relationship complete. he was fucking great that's all he great, could ask man. for yeah, yeah. he was fucking call you up for his barbecue and be like yo man. he actually called you and thanked you for coming to the barbecue Yeah, which yeah. is like dude he for all the shit that people say about him like he's this and he's that and he's this big motherfucker and he makes fun of people and he, he's mean to people he wasn't he was funny yeah. mm -hmm. all the time all the time and funny that's what funny is, is fucking making fun of people and, and being as honest as you possibly can. But he, he was also the nicest, one of the nicest guys I know. He yep. would call you up and go, yo, man, I just want to call you up and thank you for coming by, man. I appreciate you coming by to my uh, barbecue. It's like, what? He fucking cooked at my barbecue for hours no. for a bunch of people he that's you know, he, he didn't know most of them, mm -hmm. and just cooked it because he just, just enjoyed doing. Racist. And then when he was You're done, racist. I'm such a racist. <laughs> you had him do I, that. I just like yeah, get to work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get did you make him wear a pancake hat? Yeah, yeah. 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 fucking Aryan <laughs> cocksucker. Yeah. yeah, he can he can come if he if he cooks. Yeah, he's, he's gonna cook because uh, <laughs> I, I won't have way I'll let you in my house. The, uh, the, 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 the way to spin it today. The only thing he asked for when he was done is like Kool Aid. I just want me and my chick to go in and yeah, Kool Aid. He goes, I just want me and my chick to be able to watch a movie in the theater. Really? And I went downstairs, and there were like five kids in the theater watching huh? some shit. Yeah, Uncle Paul. And, and I just walked in there, and I was like, I shut the movie off. I was like, all right, Ollie is out. Out. And Patrice is like, oh, you're not going to tell I'm like, no, no, I'm doing that. Get out of here. Jesus, Joe, is that your fucking sinuses? What's that noise? <laughs> Joe. Joe, me? Yeah, you. Yeah. No, I'm not saying anything. I'm I, just sitting here. No, you, you can hear you breathing at your, your fucking nose into the microphone. <laughs> this phone needs a windscreen. Sounds like, you, it sounds like you're trying to blow yourself in a tub. <laughs> I can't hear anything. Uh, <laughs> no, it's just like that's what a man breathes like. Yeah. <laughs> we, yeah he really not is a man. Bobby's I was, heard that I on the back of his neck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, yeah, is, is, it weird, is it weird to hear that breathing without, don't tell your mother? <laughs> <laughs> This motherfucking room can spin. It really is really terrible. Fast. It's a horrible Real place. Fast. It's a horrible <laughs> place. Jesus Christ. Well, yeah. I, I was walking over today with a girl, and she's like, that's oh. really nice that everybody's going in to talk about Patrice. And I go, it is nice, but it is going to be the most evil fucking no, room. It's, it's never going to be nice, <laughs> nice. Uh, it's going to be everybody trashing each we other. We all got down, together down the cellar last night, and it just, it was literally a couple minutes of, man, socks. What's up? How you doing? And then nice shirt. Yeah. Fucking stupid. And then it just <laughs> fucking unraveled. <laughs> It was just, a, it was the most, it was fucking. Again, incapable of just keeping emotion. that moment Thank and emotion. God. These guys can, I know, I kind of like that. Look, you guys man. can tip your toes into emotion, but that's about it. It's not true. That's it's really it not true, man. We, I've, I, I mean, it's weird. I've had some, we're, I think we're the most, um, we just don't do it 
in public. Publicly. But I've, I've talked to fucking him. I've talked to, you know, I've yeah. talked to Patrice. I mean, some serious, deep... I think we're fucking crazy. That's one of the things that fucks us is that we're, we have so... We're so emotional. We have such fucking mm. light skin. It's like fucking the crust of a of a fucking uh, tapioca pudding. It's just <laughs> fucking mushy douchebags we are. He's trying to make God. a thin-skinned analogy. Always brings it back to food, doesn't <laughs> he? Yeah, he really does. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like the crust of a delicious tapioca with a little brown sugar on it. <laughs> cinnamon. I like cinnamon. cinnamon. Speaking of which, can you guys send an order out right now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm stopping over here. Uh, you know, yeah, no, we can get some food for nobody in this room in shape except for Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> no, well. Yeah, Florentine's yeah. in shape. Look at Florentine's arms. Let me see. Yeah. Look at Jimmy. Look at Jimmy. Jimmy arms. Good. Let me see. Uh, all right. No, take your shirt off, Jim. <laughs> yeah, right. No, but I wanted to say about uh, Patrice. I mean, you know, um, he did have a serious side. Like, my ex-girlfriend passed away, and he was close to her. He loved her. He's like, she was my favorite. And he called me, like, three days a week for, like, the first month. Oh, wow. And I was afraid to pick up the phone the first time, because I really thought he was just going to tear into me. Oh, shit. You ain't over that shit yet? Ain't you fucking up bitches? But he, <laughs> he would just call, and we'd talk and talk like that. So, you know, he did show a human side. Yeah. And then about three months later, he's like, you ain't over this shit yet? Get yeah. the fuck. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what a fucking piece of shit he could be, too. I'm going to tell you a story right now that I've never told anybody. I got a couple more. I got okay. like four more piece of shit piece stories. Of shit stories. <laughs> this is, and and I, love, this is, I love them so much, and I understood them so well that I, I, I let this go. But anybody else should have never talked to this fucking idiot. My wife, uh, last year, I think it was last year, uh, not this year, uh, October, the last October, she planned a surprise birthday party for me. Huge. Okay, uh, event. it was supposed to be a hundred people and fucking fucking burlesque dancers, and and then Geraldo passed away mm -hmm. on the night that the party was supposed to take place. So she had that to was his wake. Oh right, she, okay, she right. had to cancel it and make it you know literally the last second, rearrange everything and make it into a small restaurant, and she could only afford a couple you know like a, uh, a small amount of people. She wanted to roast you. She wanted us to go up and roast you a little bit and fuck was, with you. It was going to be huge, a huge yeah. event, and. Uh, she told all my friends. Patrice called me up uh, days before, two days before the party, and went, Bobby. And I was like, what's up? He goes, I got I to gotta tell you something, man. And I'm like, what's up, man? He goes, you know your wife's planning a surprise party for you, right? And I'm like, what? What the fuck? And he goes, I just want to let you know, man, because I don't like surprises. <laughs> <laughs> And I, he goes, I, I don't know if you like surprises like that. I don't know if you like that type of shit. So I'm just, and I go, maybe you should have opened with, do you like surprises? <laughs> right, right. And I would have said, yes, I love fucking surprises. I'm a lonely piece of shit. I love surprises. He was looking out for you. I he, fucking but it was knew the way you knew. I, well, I fucking knew you knew when you walked in. I was like, he he's not surprised. It was Whoa, what a surprise. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I you wasn't you expecting gonna, this. this. This is what he said. He was like, oh, shit, I'm sorry. I go, look, Patrice, you're a fucking piece of shit. You're just a fucking dummy. I go, what? Why would it matter what you think in my life? You fuck. He's like, ah, fuck me, man. Oh, he I'm knew he fucked up. Oh, he yeah. knew he fucked up. He, he was goes, trying to take care of you. He goes, can you, can you just don't say anything? Just act. I go, ah, Great. fuck. Now, now you're saddled with that. I walked into the fucking party. I had to pretend I'm surprised to my wife. He, I just looked at him and he just did a little smirk because he saw my <laughs> shitty acting. <laughs> 
Well, I I didn't know you weren't surprised, nor do I give a shit now. <laughs> your your level of yeah. surprise is a valueless thought to me. <laughs> I don't think we should. I think yeah. the surprise should have been that the party just got canceled and you walked in there alone, asshole. <laughs> That's what you're, in. you're in your you're in your forties. No, you're in your forties. No exactly. more surprise party. Sorry, we didn't have the little surprises. fucking hat for you. Yeah. Dad, they got a hat with a four yeah. and a zero. <laughs> Oh god! That fucking you know, hurts. Piece awesome. of shit. That awesome. fucking hurts. Yeah, Joe. He's an asshole. Had, I think it's awesome that you have a forum like this where uh, you can actually talk about them real. Right. You know, can you yeah. If you were on a regular fucking radio show, uh, or if you were, you know, forced to do some TV show just just a, a decade ago, you would have had a horseshit through it. Yep. You, you couldn't. You couldn't really be real or be and use every word in your vocabulary. You know, it's. it's it's so appropriate that we get to talk about this guy in this form. Absolutely. Yeah, and it, yeah. it feels good because that's exactly the type of guy he was. He didn't want you to soft soap it or bullshit. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've been I've been crying almost every night for a month. I mean, it's yeah. like you know, it's not like you know, comedians don't. We're all fucking a wreck over it. It's fucking. Yeah, yeah. I've been claustrophobic. I've been able to sleep. I've been waking up just thinking of him laying there. Like it, it's been a fucking. Uh, I have dreams. Nightmare. Yeah. I have dreams that he, he's actually he gets up. I've been having dreams for the last uh. month that he's up and we're hanging out and he's a little fucked up and he's got a cane, but we're talking and he's and, and then you wake up and you're like, oh, fuck, you know, you start crying and you're like, yeah. what the fuck? And, yeah, yeah, that's it's a always the weirdest thing when someone passes when you have dreams about them being okay. And then, yeah. you know, I, I, I had a few dreams about Phil Hartman after he died. You know, that were, like, really, really realistic. You know, for people who don't know, his wife shot him in his sleep and then shot herself. You know, and it was really fucked up at the time. I, I had never known anybody that got shot before. It was, you know, especially someone who got shot by someone else I knew. But I would have all these dreams about him being alive. And then you wake up and, like, God damn. You know, it's just it's the weirdest fucking feeling to have a dream about someone that you really love and care about. And then they're gone. And then you're 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 in the the dream that you're talking to them, and it's just like the old times. And you're like, man, I didn't really appreciate those fucking old times as much as as I do now. Yeah, it was it, a it letdown too odd. when you wake up. It's so weird though, because like after the dream's done, and you wake up, you have the memory of it. So it's almost like you got to hang out with them again. One more because it's a yeah, new situation. Yeah. yeah. It's mm -hmm. very, uh, it's very weird. But you, then you realize it's just, you know, manifest in your, yeah. in your own head, and yeah. they had no input whatsoever. It was your, just your dumb fucking idea of of the person. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I gotta uh, piss. Yeah, Joe. Thank you so much yeah, for Joe, calling, man. We really not. appreciate it. Stay tuned. Our tribute continues with more moments from Patrice O'Neill on the Opie and Anthony Show after this.